give a quick shout out real quick? Please. Let's go Yankees. Chase for 28. True. Not that odd. That's like room temp take, but that's all right. Oh, where's Shohei going to go? Obviously, I'm no GM or no Major League Baseball owner. But if I were... As always, go Ems. I can pronounce it however I want until he tells me personally when he comes and joins the pod as a friend of the pod. What is good, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Robbie. Actually, just Jay Rob. That's all I go by. But you know what? I was starting to get into my freestyle. That's that's my days in the past. We're not there anymore, so we're gonna just skip that. But bring it, bring it back. No, if the no. Cardinals don't make the playoffs, that might be the bet. There's huh? a reason why it ended, and it was never oh. good to start with. So. But Interesting. This, this is the Broken Bat Podcast. We appreciate you guys stopping by, checking us out. We're here to talk about all things baseball, every team, every player. This is, this is Major League Baseball. We love watching. We love talking about it. So if you're a fan of baseball, boom, you're in the right <clears> place. And we appreciate you guys. If this is your first time tuning in, if this is your, if you've listened to every episode, we appreciate you. But if you're trying to find different places that you can find us on social media, Peter is going to let you know where you can find us. Absolutely. So we're on Instagram and Twitter. Same username, the Broken Bat Pod with no spaces. Um, definitely love to follow, interact, get some hot takes blowing on there, bring some exciting. Um, we also have a an email account. Don't know how I forgot that word. Uh, the Broken Bat Podcast at gmail.com where you can reach out, questions, you know, hating on our takes, whatever you want to do. Um, and then make sure you give us a follow on whatever platform you listen to us. YouTube, see our beautiful faces. Spotify, just hear the beautiful, dulcet tones of our voice, you know. Whatever works for you, give us a follow. We'd greatly appreciate that. Casey, let them know what we're talking about today. You know, um, it's more going to be a topic of discussion. As some of you may have known, I went off of the Mariners last week. Um, and I think they heard they are now 3-0. and the offense is starting to click. Granted, we're playing a sanctioned MLB team, but it's good to see some wins in the wing column. Also, I had to give a shout-out to uh, J-Rob's Cardinals. No longer in last place. They are tied for last place, so I think it deserves... Um, are you making moves. Just in the division, or... Making moves. Just in the division, yeah. I haven't checked the uh, wild card standings. Um, but well, because we're, we're further up. We're not... We're like third or fourth now from the bottom. So they're surging right now for sure. Um, still tied for last place with the uh, um, with the Reds, the Reds, but the good news is I just checked it right, and Jarb is only a half or a game out of the Padres in the wild card standings, and they are currently sitting fourth. Um, Rocktober is only a half game behind them, though, so you better watch out because Rocktober is hot as always. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, our good friend Tim Anderson and his struggling White Sox. To me, we're talk about ha- Javier Baez's uh, Motor City Kitties. We're going to talk I mean, about the Javier uh, Baez's team, but yeah. <laughs> there's some respect um, to Miguel Cabrera at least. We already, Jared already got in trouble for uh, Miguel Cabrera slander on Twitter. So we're going to show some respect, not slander. Oh, yeah, we're, we will. We will. We'll get there. Okay. We're going to talk about uh, Salvador Perez's last place Kansas City Royals. Um, we're going to talk about Carlos Correa's surging twins. Mm. 
Ooh, and so then uh, we're going to talk about uh, Shane Bieber's and Jose Ramirez's Guardians of Cleveland. We're going to talk about all those teams today. Mm. Um, but going into it, yeah. So I kind of want to talk about the M's for a minute. Please. Uh, Colton Wong did strike out. Um, I'm actually going to pull up Colton Wong's stats for this series. Um, Buckle in, everybody. we got a, about 45 minutes before we get to the next topic. It'll be quick. It'll be quick this day. I'm not. I'm not as heated today because they're actually they're on a three game winning streak. I can't. I can't complain too much when they're when they're winning. But just for the sake of the fans are dying to listen. So we beat the A's two to eleven on Monday, and Castillo finally got back on track. Us ERA under three now. Um, let me get you the box. Colton Wong did not play. Is Caballero, Caballero, whatever that dude's name, Jose, um, a friend of the pod, Jose. The next day, the A's lost two to three. So, Jared, keep track of those Mariners from the runs for me, okay? So we're at eleven, then three, so fourteen. Okay, Marco Gonzalez got his his win, four and one. Paul Sewald his tenth save. Um, Colton Wong did play. Yeah, he did play. He got three at-bats, no hits, no RBIs, no walks. Okay. Let's go to yesterday. We won 6-1. All right, Stuart, where are we at, J-Rob? 20 runs. Perfect. Um, Colton Wong. He pinched hit. And got a strikeout. So. Yeah. Good to see the wins. We were going for the sweep today of the A's. I was just doing some self-reflection. Or self-reflection. And uh, my thoughts on Colton Wong have not changed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Me and Tay Oscar, though, are on better terms. He's literally the best hitter on your team, so I'm glad you're getting there. Um, getting there. I wouldn't say we're there. We're getting I, I, there. I said we're getting there, making progress. I bet we get a jersey by the end of the season. Uh, I mean, after Monday. Monday he went had five plate appearances, um, three Ks. I wasn't too thrilled about that performance. Okay. Um, and then we follow up to Tuesday with three at-bats. No hits, 1K. And again, we're playing the A's here, so I can't imagine this. They were, he's struggling against AAA pitchers here. And then, follow-up on yesterday, four at-bats, one hit. He was part of one run. He had, a, he had an RBI with two Ks. So the strikeouts are making me want to hate him more, but the RBI kind of makes up for it, I guess. I don't know. I still don't love Teoscar Hernandez. I wish we would have gotten... I feel like the Blue Jays kind of fleeced us a little bit. But, you know. I give you the best hitter on your team. Uh, He definitely isn't the best hitter on our team. It's definitely Kelnick, for sure. I mean, again, it goes back to... Kelnick had one good year, one down year, so he's not as much of a proven Major League player. Teoscar is an absolute proven Major League player. And producing, so I would say currently he's the best hitter on your team. 
Um, actually, there's a, have you ever heard of a guy named J.P. Crawford? He's hot. <laughs> he's hot. I mean, I, 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 I think he's a good-looking gentleman as well, but we're, we're talking about at the plate here. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> Peter. You guys heard it here first. Pete has a crush on J.P. Crawford. Um, you guys could all reach out to J.P., get him on the pod, so Pete can uh, add a girl. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, J.P., friend of the pod. Yeah, absolutely. But the Mariners' pitching staff looked well. Bryce uh, Miller, our our young stud, is now He's green. He's rushing it, rushing it. I I like him a lot. I actually when I when I brought him up, I was kind of skeptical, but he looks the part. He's got a nice flow going, a nice mullet with the with the stash, like an old Western cowboy, kind of like a young Chris Paddock, but better. Um, Luis Castillo's back on track. Marco Gonzalez is staying consistent, and then we have Gilbert going today. So when are you going to admit, Pete, that uh, the Mariners' rotation right now is probably top five in Major League Baseball right now? I mean, I don't know if I would go that far, but mm-hmm. you got the you got the Rays who are absolutely dominant. You got yeah, the Dodgers who are looking great. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a bad game now and again. 20, not... <laughs> a 20 burger to the Blue Jays, the last place Blue Jays? The better record than the Mariners Blue Jays? <laughs> Blue Jays are a great offense, too. I I, I mean, if you're going to bring up one game and make it a whole indictment of the 50-game season at this point, that's kind of a reach. But, you know, Rays are great. I mean, I'm not – don't get me wrong, Mariners have a sick – Pitching staff, and I'd have to go more in depth to look and see what I actually think is the top five. But I'm going to bring in our just... analytical guy, J Rob. J Rob, what are your thoughts on the Mariners staff? I think you can make an argument for top five. Just without, I agree with P. I think you would have to go more in depth, just kind of going off the cuff. I don't know if I'd for sure put them in there, but I think there's definitely an argument because they have pitched pretty. I mean, you can't say they've pitched phenomenally all year because of the record. Like, granted, there's two other major facets, your bullpen and, like, your hitting that are going to also, along with your starting pitching, that will dictate if you win ball games or not. But if their pitching was really that good, like super good, you would assume they would have at least a little better record because they would be able to stay in ball games longer. Unless their bullpen was just atrocious and their offense couldn't get runs. Our bullpen definitely... Quick look, actually, though. I just, I just checked this stat. The Mariners have given up the third fewest runs in the AL. Yeah. The Astros have given up the least, the Twins next, and then the Mariners. So... I mean, your pitching is good. The the only thing I would kind of is holding me back is I think right now, I mean, don't get me wrong, Bryce Miller's looking killer like a stud right now, but Bryce Miller is what, what, 10 starts into his career? Like, if not even that. Probably four starts into his career, and he's posting up those numbers. Yeah, I I remember, I was thinking 50, but I forgot he didn't start this season with you because I was thinking five divided by, yeah, 50 games divided by. Five days, ten. So I think he's a stud, but my thing is I don't think he's proven himself over a long enough stretch yet compared to some of the other pitchers. When when it's when it's June what twenty third, then we're gonna reevaluate, and he's what? No, Nestor Nestor Cortez, I still have doubts about, and he had a good year last year, and he's looking pretty good this year too. 
But literally last year in the postseason, I was like, I mean, Nestor had a great year, but I don't know how I feel. It'd be like, <clears throat> to me, you got to prove. But I mean, you guys have Castillo, who's definitely proven. But other than that, I don't know who out of your lineup or rotation, like going into a playoff situation would be like. So that's that's kind of where I'm thinking, like, might not be top five for me just because. Yeah. J-Rob, I gonna, think more you're my, playoff you're my, leaning. You're my math guy, J Rob. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Need you to break it down for me. Yep. Okay. Break it down. I in like five games. Okay. In five games, his five career games, yep. he's posting a three and one record in ERA, ERA of one point one five, with thirty one point one innings pitched with twenty eight strikeouts. So what is his what is his strikeouts per well, per okay. nine? Just how many innings has he pitched? Thirty one point one. 31.1 and how many strikeouts? 28. 28. I mean, that's right around nine strikeouts. I mean, give or take, simple because the numbers are right next to each other. Yeah. Average that, yeah. nine. And that, like a thing I would caution about that is I'm pretty sure Phil Hughes and like his third start was about to throw a perfect game, then broke his leg. I was looking down, like, again, great. I'm rooting for him. But I mean, five starts into a career is, 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 is a hot take. Not saying there's anything uh, wrong with hot take. That's, I'm gonna, you know. I'm gonna, read off, I'm gonna read off some stat lines. Okay, so on May, on May second, he made his 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 major league debut. Okay, May second. May second. Sorry. He went so we're not even a full month into the career. Yeah, and he's playing like an all star. Okay, keep reading your stat. He's I'm got two hits. He gave up two hits, one earned run, ten strikeouts. Granted, against a sanctioned Major League Baseball team. Then he goes to Houston, shoves it up Houston's ass with six innings, two hits, one walk, five strikeouts. Okay? Got the win. Then we go to Detroit. Detroit's not a shabby team either. Gives it up. Hey, they're hot right now. They're in second place. They're in a wild card right they're now. Tw- they're 22 and 25. In a division that's with, anyone's division. With a negative 49 run differential. They're okay, in the worst but, division in baseball. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're also, that's, the Guardians have had more hype around the Tigers, and the t- Guardians are barely, are on life support right now. Yeah, so just because the Guardians are bad doesn't make the Tigers good. That's not how that works. That's not a I mean, the Tigers, the Tigers are The Tigers are better. Anyway, Could back to Could the Tigers make my, the playoffs this year? Maybe. Well, Maybe because yeah. the division's that bad. I think it's yeah, probably better chance than the Mariners do. <laughs> yeah, they, that might be <laughs> they actually, actually but... sadly enough. Do the Tigers have a top five rotation in baseball? I, they might. I don't no, know. I, uh, without knowing a single person <laughs> in that rotation, I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Anyway, back to my point. He went seven innings, gave up three hits, three punchies, okay? No walks. He's only given up two walks, three walks on the year. Fast forward to Atlanta. Got what, is the, up. what is the point? Just reading his stat line? Yeah, to tell you why he's probably our best pitcher in our rotation right now. I would, uh, you, I, I would say, he, sure, he's the best pitcher in your rotation right now. But to Pete's point, uh, I mean, I agree with both of you. Casey, yes, he's hot. He's pitching really good. And, I mean, if he keeps this up, it's going to be phenomenal. To Pete's point, it's been four games, five games. Like how it's the it's the same thing with last year. It's 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 a repeat of George Kirby last year, and then the year before, Logan Gilbert. Literally, they bring him up, stays hot, and Grant and Gilbert's still hot. It's a new pitcher. You never know what's going to happen. It's this is how Seattle does it every time. They literally come up through the system. They 
kick ass and then they just stay there. Like the only pitcher that like to me, when Robbie Ray comes back, if Bryce Miller is still pitching like this, Marco Gonzalez is either going to the bullpen or he's going to be like that like long stretch re- re- reliever. Because Chris Flexen is not doing it for me no more. He needs to go. I'm sorry. We need to get Chris Flexen out of there. He needs to go straight to the bullpen. Him and Matt Brash, I need gone. Or more Brash than Flexen. But Flexen needs to go back to the bullpen. He's not. He had that one good year for coming over from, I think, Oakland or wherever we got him from. And just hasn't performed since that one year where he went like, it was so crazy. I think it was like 15, or I don't even know. I'm not going to look it up. But this happens every year at the Mariners. Like, I don't know how we find good pitcher, but then, or good pitching, but then our offense is literally ass cheeks. Like, borderline bad. But anyway, I'm not going to go on the Mariners rant. We had that last episode. I don't want to have to take another title away from J-Rob where it says King yeah, Off. So. I was going to say, we might officially be a Mariners podcast at this point with a touch of other teams. Hey, well, yes, you, you had your Homer episodes. This is my, my time to shine. But anyway, with my wrapping up on that thought, Mariners are going in the right direction. Bryce Miller for uh, um, All-Star starter. Casey, quick question. Yeah. Game one, if you make the playoffs and you have a wild card game, are you pitching Bryce Miller over Luis Castillo? No. Or are you pitching okay, second? Because you get yes. at least two games. Um, I think how I'm doing this is I, depending where our bullpen's at, um, you're playing for the next series, right? Because well, not really. You got because you know, yes, that really. series. Yeah, you got to play if you're yeah, a no. wild card team. You're not playing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're, you're, you're. What I mean by that is like you're, you're using all your firepower, right? Like so, if any point, like how in the Houston series last year, where we had Robbie Ray out of the bullpen game one, like that's what I'm saying. Like I think, I think you have probably Castillo, and I probably would even put a mix between Gilbert or Miller for game two, depending on how it goes or. Like obviously, like late in the season, starting starts or whatnot. Like if Miller started sooner than Gilbert, I'm probably throwing Miller at game two or vice versa. Gilbert game two if Miller started sooner. But no, 100% Luis Castillo is going game one. Like I'm not. I'm taking my. I'm. I, he's Whoa. your. He is your best pitcher on your staff. Like as of like a whole, like collective. Like right now, I think Miller's the hottest. But like Luis Castillo is still your your best pitcher on your team. Yeah. Right, so like you, you have to get that game one win. I think it also so, deter or depends though, because if you think of that situation, if you're in a wild card situation, I mean, you still potentially could set up your rotation, but it may be hard to set up your rotation because Castillo could be pitching one of the last days of the year to make sure you get into the spot, yeah, or something, yeah, and then you may not be able. Well, to that's the it, but. that's the beauty of having Flexen and or Marco Gonzalez is if you are already a wild card spot and like you're locked in, I'm I'm yeah. foregoing Luis Castillo's spot, 100%. and I'm putting Chris Flexen then or yeah. Marco Gonzalez and just flipping it around because we have we have six starting pitchers if Robbie Ray ever comes back this season, which I doubt he does, but you never know because Bryce Harper came back in 156 days. Yeah, but he was not a pitcher. Yeah, it's a little different in the outfield than pitching. But, I mean, you hope so. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I want, I'm rooting for the Mariners to make the playoffs yeah. just to make that yeah. Yeah. official. Just so we're clear, mm-hmm. even though just, we may be throwing some heat and shade sometimes, 100% <laughs> we're on – we're go-ins. I'm sa- I just said it. We're for the go. – We want – We're go-ins. Yeah, we want to go-ins, baby. It's just – 
sometimes your takes are like 120 degrees when they need to be about 100. So we just have to bring it down. We get it exactly. Throw a little cold water on. Yeah. It's hot or nothing. But no, answer your question, Garob. I, if it were me personally, I'm going, I'm going Luis Castillo game one, and he just goes until he can't goes anymore, or until he gets into like some trouble that yeah. I'm probably going straight to like. Either either Tapia or Aspire, because there are two best relievers right now, and then I'm going like Seawald 100%. And then game two, I'm either going, I'm probably going like first five six innings is Gilbert, and then I'm having Bryce Miller coming in, and then Seawald. Like to get out of that, because that's things like to get out of that series, you need because the the division series is three or best of three, right? The wild, yeah. yeah. Or you did wild one three. Card. Wild cards three. Division Series 3, then... No, Division DS 5. And, well, I'm saying, like, you need to win 3 wins. Oh, yeah. Best it's of the, 5. So you, yeah, Best of 5, and then Best of 2. Or Best of 3, sorry. Yeah. And then... It goes, yeah, Best, best of four. 3, Best of 5, Best of 7. Yeah. And then Best so, of 7 again for the World Series. Yeah, because that's the thing. And our staff is so young, too, that, like, I wonder, like... Maybe, like, they're... Days between rest aren't is needed, but also like I said, you have six, seven guys. Assume if even if Robert Ray doesn't come back, you have six guys in Castillo, Gilbert, Kirby, Miller, Marco Gonzalez, and Chris Flexen that all can start and eat up innings. Obviously, I'm going more toward the top four right now, which is Castillo, Miller, Kirby, and Gilbert over the bottom two. But even Marco Gonzalez is four and one right now. So even then, he's not like a bad option. He just is a pitching the contact hitter, and if you're like playing a team like the Blue Jays or like the Astros or even the Rays that like beat off like those types of pitchers, like I'm going straight power, right? Like you have to almost play to like your opponent as well with that. Like if it's game three and I have Mark Gonzalez starting the game, I don't know how, and against the Astros or the Blue Jays, I don't know how much I love that just because he's going to give up a lot of like ground balls. That they could hit hard, hit through the holes, or they can get up in the air if he leave if he makes a mistake and leaves a pitch up in the zone, they're probably gonna hit it out, right? So you kinda have to go to your strengths. And I think like out of our whole staff, we have a pretty powerful like staff with a lot of like firepower. I just think Mark Gonzalez is that ground ball type guy, which is good for in some situations, but in those high leverage ones in like playoff scenarios, I don't love him starting games. So I wouldn't even I personally wouldn't even put Mark Gonzalez in unless it's like relief pitching. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about our good friend of the pod, Tim Anderson. Timmy A, baby. What's what's it gonna take to get him out of there? What's it gonna take? I don't think much at this point. But the White Sox are actually high. I didn't even realize because I haven't paid attention to the White Sox. Do you know what the White Sox record is in the last ten games? I, I, I think don't. you're gonna tell me. It's seven and three. Mm, oh wow! Which the best team in baseball right now in the last ten is the Astros, eight and two. And then there's a couple other teams that are seven and three. So White Sox have actually been producing lately. Right I was right in, yeah, I was unaware. Yeah, they're only five and a half back in the division, which again is less than the Yankees. So, so the Yankees are six back because the Tampa Bay Rays are just a goddamn joke. So, I would, I mean, I would they, I, juggernaut. You could say that. That could be that could be a way to put it. Juggernaut in the juice box. Um, the juice box juggernauts. Oh, yeah, there we hello. Go. Oh, 
But yeah, so I wasn't aware that the, the White Sox were making a little bit of a run. I mean, I honestly still, if I was a White Sox, I would kind of just be okay with breaking up the team at this point because, I mean, this is what, like third, fourth year of the core being together and they've gotten pretty much worse every single year. So Well, they lost to Brayu in the offseason, the Astros. And did you see uh, when they were playing the Astros, I think like a week ago or so, Tim Anderson's on first base, and you can kind of read his lips. Yeah. And you're, we're going to need to throw the explicit tag on this, but he looked like he said, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> I did not see that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he uh, definitely looked like he said, I fucking hate this place. Jose that reminds me of the, what was the Phillies player that did that last oh. year after he had like three, well, yeah, after he had like yeah. three or four errors or whatever. Yeah, yeah and he goes, so pissed. I hate this place. Yeah, uh, and then they give him a big old standing O the next day. <laughs> I love that. I love catching players in moments that like that. Madison's not shy from that, though. Like, he got suspended, I think, for like a game last year because he flipped someone off in Cleveland. Oh, well. That's why Tim's a friend of the pod. He's explicit, just like we are. Tim just doesn't give a shit, and that's what I love about Tim. Tim literally gives zero fucks about anyone's feelings besides his own, and even then. But I feel like he's just a good guy. I feel like he just, like, it's just, like, the nature of the game now. I feel like just it's the kind of intelligence you have to have to survive. Because you have, think about it, you have dudes now gassing you at, like, 101, 102, and they're kind of out of control, and, like... All this shit. And then even, like, earlier in the season, like, with the O'Neill Cruz thing, when you had the catcher who, like, took exception to O'Neill Cruz's, like, non-existent slide and slid into him. But, like, then that all started a whole, like, brawl and stuff. Like, you know, it's kind of, like, I think the game's just getting more, like, chippy that way. And I'm here for it because, like, I love contention and I love, like, when people get all people's faces and, like, like kind of like the classic Red Sox-Yankees rivalries, like, you know, the very famous Veritech A-Rod behind home plate get into it or Pedro hurling Don Zimmer to the ground. See that clip a thousand times a year. Casey, let me ask you as the biggest Tim Anderson fan here and don't just give us a homer take. What team do you think should go out and get Tim Anderson? I mean, what team needs a shortstop? That's the question. That's why I asked you. Where do you think he'll benefit the most? Um, that's a great question, and to be honest with you, I kind of think Anaheim, because here's what here's what here's what I'm thinking. You have Anthony Rendon, who just isn't producing right, and you have that ugly ass contract. You could probably ship some minor like you have Joe Adele sitting in AAA right now, and your outfield's already crowded in Anaheim. You've already DFA'd Brett Phillips, so I'm thinking if you can get the White Sox to buy in on Joe Adele and Anthony Rendon, eat that kind of like the Cano. Edwin Diaz contract with the Mets Mariners, like you have an ugly contract with Cano. You've kind of, in a sense, I wouldn't say fleece the Mets, but like they're not taking that contract unless you give up um, Diaz. A top tier prospect, yeah. Yeah. And same as like what happened with us a couple years back with the trade with the Reds that we made when we gave up Jake Fraley and I think someone else for. Winker and Eugenio Suarez, and we were wanting Winker at first because he's a younger, kind of more brighter star than hey, Eugenio, but we ended up keeping Eugenio Suarez, even though the contract's kind of ugly. He's fitting pretty well, and I think he stays with the Mariners. I think he's kind of found a home, and we found a third baseman to replace Seager with, finally. But, I mean, that's where I see a lot of it fitting, is I think you ship Joe Adele and Rendon. You get 
that ugly contract off your payroll. You move Gio Urshela over to third because he's playing short right now and playing some first base. But you have Jared Walsh in AAA rehabbing. He'll be up soon. Then you move Urshela over to third, his more natural position. And then I love Urshela. I do too. And you put Tim Anderson at short. I think that puts. I wouldn't say like them over the hump. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a very solid infield, right? Yeah. So. But you got Tim leading off before Trout and Otani, and that's a that that's a sick top three. Yeah. Then you have Jared Walsh, you have Taylor Ward, you have. I mean, it sucks that their uh, Ohapi, their catcher, yeah. is hurt. He was pretty good, but I mean, that's I think at that point, even because Angel's pitching is getting better, I think at that point it kind of puts them in a spot to be more competitive, just with how they're built, right? I think they could benefit of getting Rendon off their roster, getting more production out of that hole with Urshela and then putting Tim Anderson there, I think is what I personally think. Would I don't know if move for they would the take Rendon's contract. I mean, I think it would take a lot. I think, I think it's possible, but Casey, that might just be the best take you've ever had. I really, I give, give yourself some claps. I'm impressed. Yeah, I thought, I was like, don't be a homer. I thought you were going to be like, I think the best move <laughs> is to the Mariners. <laughs> Don't be wrong. For Tay Oscar. For Tay Oscar. I would love to watch your watch. I would love to watch your watch. No, Tay Oscar and Colton Wong. Yeah. I forgot. Got to get rid of Wong. I knew you would. I just wanted to hear. That was a good take. I'm I'm impressed. Because I didn't even have that pictured, but that makes, I mean, I like it. It would make a lot of sense for a lot of people. Also, I think I had one more. Who was it? It was the Orioles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Orioles also benefit from Commanders. Over, over Mateo? You'd play him over Mateo? Oh, yeah, what would 100%. you do with Mateo? Mate- yeah, I mean, welcome, watch welcome the best couple games. Mateo is a stud, especially defensively. He's made some mm-hmm. sick plays in the field. This also might be kind of a homer take as well, and I think the Cardinals could be a good fit for Tim Anderson too. Because that infield would be nasty as well. And here you go. See, he, he's, his lips are water, and his, no. his mouth is starting to... Because I, I won't let myself get there because, yeah, I think Tim Anderson would be great, but Paul DeYoung's played a lot better and he's playing short. And you have Tommy Edmond who is was or starting shortstop when Paul DeYoung wasn't in. And you have Brendan Donovan. We already have three middle infielders, so unless you're getting rid of, like, two of those, we're not getting Tim Anderson. I, I have a – you probably you probably saw the meme, and I want to share it with our YouTube uh, – our YouTubers. Audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because it was probably the best meme I saw on Twitter the other day. It was this, Pete. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and Paul DeYoung That's is actually fire. playing pretty dang well. That bro. is fire. He is playing good, bro. So, that I was that I saw that and I had to. I yeah, definitely shout out with Paul our, Young. That was hilarious. Oh yeah, you tagged me in that actually. LOL. And uh, our yeah. one of our listeners who is a very active on our account. <laughs> yes. Um, question for you guys about just the AL Central in general. I actually have two questions. First, we'll go with one question. We'll answer. We'll go to the second one. Do you think? Or how possible is it? You can either put a percentage on it and kind of explain or just say yes, no, whatever you guys are feeling. The Twins right now lead the AL Central, and they are two games above 500. Is it possible or how likely is it 
that the division winner out of the AL Central has a losing record? Uh, I don't think it's likely because I think at the trade deadline, there'll be one to two teams that make buy we're going for it, and the other three will just be like, yeah, we're not. Like the White Sox, I think, will sell off some pieces. I think it'll be the Twins and the Guardians that make the we're going for it, and I think that'll be like where it kind of starts to separate. And I I, I think that's going to happen with other teams across the league as well. So I know it's not as like division-focused, so it's not like you'll play that you know, it's not like you play the Royals 12 times in the back half after the trade deadline or anything like that. But I think there'll be enough that the, the division, and don't, I don't think the division one is going to get, you know, like 95 or above, but yeah. I think they'll be comfortably in the 85 to 90 range. So I like, I think they'll be closest to 500 potentially, but just because they're, I mean, the whole AL Central is not impressing me, but. I think that eventually somebody and honestly the guardians i think are the ones that because i i still kind of think the guardians are the pick the wins i think they just have too much talent and i'm not really sure you know what's struggling what's holding them back right now but they kind of remind me a little bit of the cardinals where it's like you're just kind of like looking at it you look at the team you look at the roster and you're like what like what what is happening? Cardinals have started to turn around, obviously, so you have less of that feeling, but the Cardinals, they freaking have Ramirez, who is probably a top five player in the AL, like absolute beast, was some people's pick to win the MVP this year. And it's like, they just have so much talent that I, that my pick, I still think might be the Guardians, but I think the Guardians and Twins both will make buy win now moves at the deadline, and I think that'll end up one or both of them being a 500. Casey, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm more on the twin side of things. I don't think... I think the Guardians are good, and I think they'll make a push for it. And obviously, I think the Tigers will fall off, even though they're red hot. You know, you can't deny that. Five and five uh, in their last ten. Hey, that's red hot in some people's books. <laughs> that's red um, hot for the Detroit <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> I don't know whose book that... Someone needs I a mean, new book if they're. They got they, they got to pass the Tigers right now, so that's where it's it's fun for me. But um, no, I think it's the Twins. I think the Twins just. I think if they're the Guardians have had a second close to the Twins, but I think the Twins just take it. I don't think like, like we've gone back in multiple episodes, and we're only getting one playoff team out of the AL Central, and that's going to be the division winner. And I think the wins take the division this year. I think Gal is playing really well. He's playing a lot better than he has when he was in New York. Um, Buxton's playing consistently. He's trying to stay healthy. Um, Correa is playing consistently. Like their pitching's good. Like they have who was it? Sonny Gray, former Yankee, pitching out of his mind right now. I think Chris Paddock's there too. I think he's pitching decently. So I think. <clears throat> and there's the guy they got from. Oh geez, what was his name? From Miami. The pitcher. Oh, it was in the Rias. I thought, you, yeah, I was gonna say, I thought you were talking about the Rias. I don't remember who their pitcher is, no, but uh, I think the thing that worries me more about the Twins is like you talked about, Buxton has literally never had a full healthy season. Correa literally, what was it, four teams he signed with this offseason? Like, at some point, that injury is gonna affect. You know, hopefully not this year. Well, actually, screw him and the trash cans. So I wouldn't mind, but. You know, 
uh, yeah, that's why I'd worry about their health more than I worry about the Guardians. And again, the talent on the Guardians, I just like. And, you know, I've seen Sonny Gray blow it. I've seen Gallo blow it. I don't even think he's playing that much anymore, but I've seen Sanchez. Oh. There's my next guy who I was going to go like because he's also still on Twins. No, I think he – no, he's – he signed a minor league deal somewhere. It wasn't the Twins, though. He's gone. Sanchez? Yeah, he... When the hell did that happen? He, I think he only had one year left on his Yankees deal when they got him, and he... Yeah, they, oh. they didn't bring him back. He's gone. It's the, it's the guy they got from uh, Texas. What's his name? Is it Garver? I, I, thought, I, don't, I thought he was still on the team. I asked I'm looking no, up, but... Sanchez is gone i know he signed a minor league deal i thought it was with like the braves or something or like the jeffers and vasquez i forgot christian vasquez went there who the hell is gary sanchez i know he's on minnesota Um, what's actually funny to me they have byron buxton on mlb listed as a dh (laughs) oh man that's funny Apparently Sanchez is back in New York with the Mets. That's who it is, the Mets. Yeah. Bro, they got this all messed up on this app. Bro, they have Joey Gallup listed as a first baseman only. Yeah. He's been playing a lot of first base. It's Pablo Lopez. That's who it was from the... Oh, from the Marlins. Yeah, that's who it was. He's a pretty good pitcher. What? Well, sorry, going back real quick to my question, because... The only reason I asked, or my second question was with you guys, who, like, makes the moves in the Central, and, like, how many teams, because, yeah, they're, if every team is bad, like, almost all of them could go for it, like, if they're all within striking distance, if they're all not very good, but, I don't know, it's just crazy to me that the AL Central is just so bad, and, like, I mean, it's not... I remember, like, when it was pretty good, like, to be honest, like, even, like, five years ago, I feel like the Tigers were always in the mix, the White Sox were in the mix as well, the Royals were always in the mix, and now it's just, and granted, like, this happens with every team. The series, like, five years ago, roughly. This happens with every team. I think that was the whole ten years ago now, we're getting old, but wasn't that 13 or 14? No, it was... I think it's fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah so 15. eight years ago. So eight years. Yeah. I think I think the central I mean, I've always thought the central is a pretty solid division. Usually they're the best second best division in the AL. Um, but I think generally they rotate, they have like three good teams at a time and the other two are down. Like, because the White Sox were down when, you know, the Royals were doing it and then the White Sox came like I think generally they have like three really good, respectable teams. And so it is kind of weird this year that it's kinda like I mean, twins are looking all right so far, but the other four are not. Like, so it is kind of a weird feeling where it's like the AOS right now has like four teams. You're like, okay, they're yeah. respectable. Like, they're competing. They're looking good for the playoffs, which is like it's a flip from what like I'm used to as an AL fan, AL baseball fan. So it's it's kind of interesting to see because yeah, I don't know it's different. Well, I, I think like the AL Central, you look at it and you don't really know. Well, I'll start with the AL West. You look at the AL West and it's like, wow, there's still four teams. Granted, it's early in the season. There's still four teams that could potentially win the division. Like, I mean, there's obviously some teams that are more likely than others, but like, 
it's early enough, teams are playing decent enough, or even, maybe not necessarily division, but make the playoffs. Like, that's how yeah. good that division is. And that's four teams out of the five in that division. Then you go to the AL Central, and it's like, I think all five teams might be in this, but for a completely different reason, <laughs> yeah. that they're all so bad. Like, that they're all yeah. – like, could one team just gets hot and they're in first place all of a sudden. Like, and I mean, obviously it's not that extreme, but almost, like, to the point of that's kind of what that division is like. Is like, so far this year, and we're 50 games in, there's no team that is completely, like, taken the division. Generated. Yeah, yeah. And, the Royals are like pretty far back, but yeah. the other four, and but even they're like not insanely back yet because yeah. of just how poor the other teams have been performing. It's it's weird because it's very similar to the NL Central right now, kind of, where you have like the Brewers who are like pretty good, but nobody's really talking about them. They haven't like impressed or blown anyone away yet, so they're kind of like hanging in there. And then the other four, I mean, there are four teams are better than the Royals, but it's kind of similar where it's like, at some point, one of you's got to go like, all right, this is my division and kind of like establish yourself, right? Like that's, yeah. it's kind of weird. Like you said, we're 50 games in now, which granted there's still 110 games left in the season, right? Like we got a while to go, but it is kind of weird that it's like, you kind of look at them and you're like, like who's, who's the like team right now? Like it is weird that 50 games in, you don't really have a feel of, like, like you said, because at the, at, at the deadline, yeah, and it's like, you know, you don't know right now in, like, August, you're like, well, are the Tigers going to sell off people, or are they going to go for it because they're second in the division right now? Like, yeah. are the White Sox going to sell off Tim Anderson and their other pieces? Or are they be like, okay, we're going to make try to make one last run with this core. Like, it is kind of interesting that, you know, it's almost June now, and we're like, you know, couple months into the season, only a couple months till the trade deadline, and it, I could see, like you said, I could literally see, I could not see Kansas City going yeah. for it, just because, yeah. but the other four, it's like, I could see any, all four of them talking themselves into, like, you know what? Screw it. We can win the division, and then, you know, let's see what happens in the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, that's what's, I don't know, that's just crazy to me, looking at that division. The, yeah, the White Sox are nine games under 500 and are five and a half games out. Yeah. Like, and that's what's crazy to me. And then, yeah, the, to your point, the NL Central is very similar. Um, but I don't know. It's just, that's what I'm interested to see is who decides to be buyers. And I think that will, like, obviously the closer we get to it, I think will kind of tell us who because I think there will be hopefully by then some teams that will kind of separate like who's kind of the division front runners or whatever. Like hopefully the twins and guardians start to play better and then they're the two clear obvious or hopefully Timmy A and the white Sox start to play better. But I mean, I do, I do. I honestly could see this being a division where it's like, they don't wait until the deadline to make a move. Like it could be one team being like, you know what? I'm making a trade in freaking the middle of June because yeah. then I have enough time to like yeah, distance myself yeah. and kind of like get the other teams to quit. Yeah. And then, you know, there's more pieces go around. Now they usually been teams trade within the division to help somebody out within the year. But like I could, I could see it being, they're not waiting until the deadline For to sure. make that move, whichever teams decide to go for it. Cause I think it could be like, screw it. I'm going to do it in June. And then like you set yourself up great to go take your division. 
Yeah. Because you just, you know, jumped on the opportunity earlier than anybody else did. Yeah. And well, because I'm also curious to see still my biggest question with this year and uh, <clears throat> not free agency, but like with just the trade deadline and teams making trades and stuff is like how that's going to look, honestly. And to me, and I don't know, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but to me, because there's going to be potentially so many, I mean, it's the same as last year where you have three wild cards. So that's another team in the playoffs but because the schedule is so more balanced and the AL Central is a great example as right now there's four teams in that division those four teams you have four teams in the AL West and then you have five teams in the AL East that's literally 13 out of 15 teams that are playoff hopefuls right now granted we're 50 games in and some teams more than others but like that just means the market for getting players is going to be so much more tight because, like, who are you going to pull from? Two teams? 15, 13 teams are going to pull from two teams <laughs> yeah. or whatever? Like, yeah. Granted, That's pretty freaking wild. Then you have the NL, so it may not be exactly that. But, I mean, that's just my point. Or, like, the point I'm trying to make or whatever is, like, I'm interested to see how that will work out. And, granted, I think the closer we get to the trade deadline, a few more teams will drop off. But, yeah, we talked about it. AL East, literally pretty much every team. Boston's kind of the one that's at the bottom, but I don't even know if they're in last place right now. But, Blue Jays are in last place, but both of them are literally only two and a half out of the yeah. wild card right now. Yeah. So so that's where it's like, literally, it's there's 13 yeah. teams in the area. 13 teams are still like playoff hopeful in contention, which is, yeah. that's, that's disgusting. I haven't like gone through that yet. It's literally, I mean... The A's shut up being a sanctioned MLA team. Yeah. They're not going. They're not doing anything. And Kansas so City, even like Kansas, yeah, the Royals aren't, but they're also like every time I look at their record, it's like they're not as bad as I like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, they're they're horrible. They're bad. But yeah, they're they're not as bad as like I always think they are. You know, yeah. like they're you know five games better than the A's right now, and only six back of the White Sox, which again. They're not going to go for the playoffs, but it's like conceivably, yeah. If you know, like they get hot for a week, you know, if they or a week and a half, they get knock off a seven, three, eight, and two. Like they're right back in it. So. Yeah. No, and that's what's crazy. Like, I don't know. I think that's honestly one of the things I'm most excited for this year is the trade. I just line. checked. I know we're talking about the AL Central, but yeah. in the National League, the Colorado Rockies are the last place team. And they're only four games back of the wild card. Yeah. Rock so literally over. all Rocktober might be happening because all 15 teams yeah. are still. They're still playing. That's Oakland. crazy. Yeah. And that like, I don't know. And I, again, furthers my point. Thank you. Because that's what's going to be crazy because teams sure maybe want to make a deal or like to try to trade for players, but who's going to be. Like, if you're the Colorado Rockies and you're four games out, like, if you're the last, I don't think it's going to be still this close. But say they're still within striking distance for a wildcard team, do you think they're going to be like, all right, we're going to sell? Or they're going to be like, I don't want to give up pieces because we're this close and we could actually make the playoffs. Especially for a Yeah, it's like harder to sell to your fan base, yeah. Yeah, because especially as a team that don't make the playoffs as, off, or as often, this is like a chance for you to make the playoffs. And so, I don't know. It's, man, 
let's make it July 15th, man. I want to see this thing heat up. Like, Yeah. It's gonna yeah, that's crazy. The, the hot self season is going to be interesting. Yeah. Cause, and that's what I think. I was trying to make this point a few episodes ago as well. I think after this year, the off season is going to be even more intense because teams are going to realize that there's less that can happen during the year. And so moves you need to make or think you need to make, you're going to have to potentially do an off season because you won't. It's, less it's harder to convince to, teams to. Yeah, to fill that role during the year. So we'll see. How yeah, well, that's interesting. And it's definitely, that's pretty good. Yeah, it'll be an interesting deadline. But yeah, it's going to be harder for like, because the Yankees, there's definitely a couple moves that we need to make to add people. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's kind of like, well, where the hell are we going to add from? Like, yeah. What's <laughs> no one's going to. The Cardinals, we need a good pitcher, bro. And our pitching has done better, but Steven Matz pitched last night. Let me tell you, garbage. Friend of the pod. Love you, Steven. Mm, do I really? <laughs> But, doesn't sound doesn't sound genuine. Sorry, Stephen. I love you, Stephen. Yeah, well, no. Like, I mean, as a person, we're best friends. But as a pitcher, like, I don't know. But okay. all right, it's the Cardinals need another solid pitcher. Is what like I yeah I don't know if we have a I mean we have some good pitchers right now. Miles Michaelis has turned it around. Jack Flaherty's looked better, not great. Adam Wayne Rain, Wow, Adam Wainwright has been decent. Um. Oh, Matthew Libitor, bro, our left-handed pitcher. He's a, I don't know if he's considered a rookie because he pitched a decent amount last year. Not a decent amount, but a handful. But he, bro, he needs to be up in the majors. He pitched phenomenally the, like, last start or whatever. He came up for one start and so good. And so he needs to be up, and we need to get another pitcher. But that's the thing is who, where are we going to get a good pitcher from? Like, what, yeah, that's what uh, the, the Yankees. The Bryce Miller, or are we about to talk about Bryce Miller <laughs> for 20 more minutes? <laughs> uh, but that's what <laughs> the Yankees, the Yankees, I I still think the Yankees need a, number, a very good number two behind Cole. Yeah. I mean, I know we got freaking Montas and Nasty Nestor. I, I, I forgot. I see, but that's Nasty Nestor. I don't trust in the playoffs. He's not proven enough to me yet. I like, don't get me wrong, love Cortez, love his game, but I'd much rather love him as the third or fourth guy in the playoffs, not. Number two. We got Herman, we got Severino, but like, and a healthy. I literally can't even remember the freaking guy's name that we signed in the offseason right now. For some, I don't know how I'm blanking on it, but he has a pitch. So that's the point. That's why I don't remember his name. <laughs> not, not coming to me. Radone, right? Yeah. Uh, Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> you guys forgot it too because that was our big offseason. So we need a, sol- a very strong, solid number two, and we need a closer. You cannot have one D Peralta be your freaking closer in the playoffs. So that's two big pieces we need to make a move on. And I don't know where the hell we're going to buy from at this point. So, Yeah. I got a, I got a pop quiz for you guys. You ready? Sure. Bryce Miller's middle name. No. It's, a, it's this account we follow. It's a guess the player, okay? This is a, this is the one particularly for J Rob. Um, okay, you see the screen? Those uh, are your facts. Any guesses? I see the picture. I don't see the facts. Well, it's, it's just, it's just that you gives you the teams and the years they played. But I, I'm saying I don't see that. I literally just see a picture, a picture with a question mark on it. 
Oh yeah, well it's because you're supposed to guess the player. Well, okay, no, but now I didn't see the St. Louis in my screen. Oh, okay. My screen's a little smaller. Um, fourteen to seventeen, and then he went to Seattle. Oh, well, I would assume he's a pitcher, by the way. His outline is. Any guesses? If you tell me, I'll know right away, obviously. You won't know right away, I guarantee it. Well, no, I'm saying, like, once you say it, I'll be like, oh, yes, but I can't think of it right now. All right, do you give up? Sure. Pete, do you give up? I was never going to have a guess. Hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got I got one more for you. This one this one's this one's for Peter in particular, okay? You ready? Yeah, you might, I'm you ready. might need help. You might need to give him the stats, J Rob. Yeah. Okay. So this is a New York Hold it to the hold it a little to the other side of the camera so I can see. A New there York, you go. Uh a Yankee from two thousand fifteen. This is for the listeners. A Yankee from two thousand fifteen. That's freaking my guy Gary Sanchez. To two thousand oh. a twin for twenty twenty two and a twenty twenty three to present. Yeah. Alright, that was too easy. Okay, I'm gonna give you guys a hard one. Hold on, give me one second. Oh my goodness. We had, this is we're not doing this. Nope. No. We, we have to do this. This is this is literally this is amazing. This, this is, is Casey scrolling Twitter during the cast. This is not riveting to listen to. This is this is growing the game. Okay, here we go. This is a hard one. I don't even think either of you are going to get this. Let me read it. Go to the left more. This is team... So this doesn't even give you the years. His first team was the Mariner. Second team was the Yankees. Then it was the Mariners. And is it Big Maple? Them. No way you got that. <laughs> no way you got that. Yeah, baby. Oh, the Big Maple. We love the Big Maple here. Front of the pod. Come on. I know let's my get, former Yanks. Let's get let's get Big Maple on the pod. <laughs> Before so moving on to kind of back to the AL Central, but also just the AL in general. Let's get our playoff predictions. So we can start with the AL Central. How many playoff teams are there going to be? Who is it going to be? Like division winner and then wild cards. And then we can do the same for the AL. We did this for the NL. So we need to do this for the AL. All all teams, all positions. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep. Crystal clear. Who is... Who wants to start out? Oh, boy, do I. Okay. Who's winning the... Who's the division winner... In uh, AL Central. Twins. Twins. Is there any... No. Division. Okay. No wild card. No wild card. Peter? Uh, I'm not ready to give up on the Guardians yet. So you're going Guardians, I'll, division winners? I'll go Guardians and no wild card. Okay. I think I'm going to go... With, I think I'm going with the Guardians as well. I agree with you, Pete. I think there is too much talent on that team, and because they have so much talent, I think they're also going to try to be one of the teams to make a move sooner rather than later to try yeah. and get pieces to help. 
to fix whatever isn't going right. And no, no wild card. Uh, do you guys want to go AL East or West? Um, let's go East. Okay. Casey, you start us off. Who's the division winner? Rays. The Rays. And are there? Well, we'll start with that. There, there is wild card teams. <laughs> yes, there will be, but we'll get division division winners for first. Pete. Uh, you can't pick against the race, unfortunately. Race, okay. They're machines. They get their ass beat twenty to whatever, and just move on the next day. Bounce right back. Ooh, man! Honestly, I don't know. I don't. I almost want to pick against the Rays right now. Wow. Am I though? Maybe that's, you might out hot take Casey. It's, it might be crazy. Thing. Yeah, the crazier Rays than Rocktober, depending on depending on who you pick, might be crazier than Rocktober. The Rays are phenomenal, and I'm not saying Rock I'm picking Cobra's this team, legit. but Baltimore's only three games out. They're only three games behind the Rays, and the Rays are now 36 and 15. They're six and four in their last ten. Not saying they're not good, but they. They're more back down to earth than they ever they have been all year or whatever. Like, no, no, they're not. Because I know you're thinking out. They were like thirteen and zero, but that was only thirteen games above five hundred. They're currently twenty one games above five hundred. I don't think we can. I don't know if you. I'm I'm going off winning. It's lower, yeah. It was over eight hundred and stuff. That's the thing is like I don't think I mean the Rays were never going to win 140 games whatever the hell they were you know starting off at but I don't know if there's a single 10 game sample where you can go and they are less than five and five they might not even be less than six and four like I don't remember looking one time and be like oh they're four and six and they're like I don't think even you can take one single 10 game sample so that's the thing like I do like the Rays haven't had one single down period which I mean you could argue means they got to have one at some point, right? Yeah. But it also, it's like it just shows their lineup and their pitching is like their depth is just disgusting. Like, yeah. Well, you know, just, that's the thing that Baltimore's just surprising me, man. They they have the second best record <laughs> Absolutely. in all of baseball. Like, not even yeah. in the thing is, too, though, even in the division. Yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, if the Yankees had absolutely gagged away a game last night, they would be tied right now. So, yeah. I mean, it is a literally one inning difference because the Yankees are dumbasses and don't know how to manage a bullpen. But, I don't but know. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I respect the Orioles. And let, after okay, after we give our official picks, let's go and make what I want to see picks because I yeah. my what I want to see picks are way different than okay. So I'm, I'll go official. With, I'll go with the Rays officially still hesitantly though, very hesitantly. I don't think it's a given. But I'll go with Rays. Now, wild card, Casey, how many wild cards come out of the AL East, and who are they in what order? Well, I thought we were going to pick the West first. I oh, we were oh. okay, that works. Casey, AL West, division winners. I got to go, oh, our Instagram fired out fire story. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can go ahead and vote along with us on this topic. But um, I got to go with the Astros. Unfortunately, and wait before you move on. I gotta, I gotta play the sound. Okay, Peter. I'm going with the Texas Rangers. Rangers. They officially have the best run differential in baseball past the Tampa Bay Rays. 
They are looking great. Wow. Uh, I'm going with the Angels. Oh, a sleeper. A that was my. Uh, I was gonna pick. As I was debating if I could go out on that big of a limb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely gonna be on my. Uh, Your wish. Want wish. Yeah. Well, I. Wait, the man. reason I go with the Angels is because I think they're gonna go all in with Shohei. I don't think they trade Shohei at the deadline, and I think they're gonna try to do something to. Maybe it's Tim Anderson, but like. Yeah, you think to, it try to do something to boost, like in what to Casey's point when he's talking about it, their pitching has been better. Not saying they're great. Not saying they're a top five, top five rotation in the league, but angels are making strides in the right direction. And they, a big thing to our point earlier, like in earlier episodes of the podcast, when we talked about the angels, we compared them to last year and how they started off well last year and then just dropped off. We're 50 games in now. Like, trust me, there's still plenty of time. There's still 112 games for them to drop off. But they're like the longer they go in contention, like obviously the better it ever. And so, I think they've they're just a better team so far this year. But and I think they make moves, put it together. Uh, all right, Casey, who are your three wild card teams, and from what divisions, in order? Um, in order, I'm going number one, I'm going the Baltimore Orioles. Um, number two, I'm going the... I don't want to, but I have to. You do I have really, to. I really don't want to. but I, You I do know. have to, though. I, I have to. It's the New York Yankees. There it is. And then number six, I'm going to the Seattle Mariners. Okay. Wow. Oh, never mind. Okay. Okay, Peter. Uh, I've noticed a lot more in this pod, especially Casey. You don't value as much proven, like, year-long, years-long success as much as I want Baltimore to make it. And I hope they can hang on. The Yankees are going to be the number one wild card. I got Blue Jays, the number two wild card. And just because I want to be correct, I got no, the fucking no, trash cans. I got oh, the trash cans. You had one chance. I knew you were going there. Yeah, I just I don't want to, but... Especially once you were hesitant, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just don't want I mean, that's absolutely not what I want to see. Yeah. But. Uh, For myself, I think I'm going with the Astros at number one. Because I didn't have them in my thing. I think the Yankees are number two. Oh, my. That's literally where you pick them, Casey. <laughs> you have you have one chance to make this right, J-Rob. Don't blow it. And I have an AL East team, the Orioles, at number three. Oh, wow. You know what's crazy? Going back to what we talked about just a little bit ago, you know how many, like, you could say great teams 
that are like really going for the playoffs, we all had to leave off of our list. Yeah. Like you left off the Rangers. The Rangers. Casey left off the and, trash can. And Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays. Yeah. But yeah, there's and the Angels like, and the Mariners. Like, thank you. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we all had to just leave a disgusting amount of like yeah. going. Like they're trying for the playoffs. Yeah. They're is shooting it, is for it, it. Is it safe to say that by the trade deadline, we'll have a more clear picture of who's going to be contenders or not? Like uh, that's America, what like, is like if, interesting if the Angels because... don't make a move, I don't I don't see the Angels making the playoffs. Or like if I don't see I agree with that. even the like the Orioles. Like as much as I hate to say, like if the Orioles aren't buyers well, at the deadline, the... like I don't I don't know if they if they fall off or not. Because like the Yankees are not healthy. They're not full strength right now. They're still missing Giancarlo. I'm sure exactly. Rizzo's not healthy. Like but if the Yankees Rizzo's get, actually if... the best hitter on our team right now. I think he has back issues, though, doesn't he? Still, I mean, he, I mean, still... he always has back issues, but yeah. like, but he also like the pitching staff. Like, do the Yankees need to go get like? Yeah, we just got back Severino. Montes, I don't think, is supposed to come back this year. Rodon's supposed to come back at some point. So, yeah, so we're gonna healthy. get healthier. No, we're definitely not healthy yet. That's why I picked them over the Orioles. Or even like the Rangers. Like the Rangers are hot right now, but like, are is this enough for them to contend? I mean, granted, their pitching staff is good, but like. I haven't heard much about DeGrom lately. I don't know if he's hurt or not. Um, I think he is hurt currently. To but... being in Seager, like I, like, I don't follow the Rangers a ton, so I can't really vouch for Yeah, I need to team. watch them. Like, I, I, I feel like I hear more about um, uh, Adoles Garcia than I do their half-billion-dollar infield, right? Or yeah. middle infield. Even with the Astros, like are the uh, the Astros got Altuve back, but has he done much since then? Like, Are they, are they kind of hanging around? Do they need to get one more pitcher than... And even that, like, I don't know. I look at teams like, like the Padres. Are the Padres going to be sellers at this point? Like, can they afford all these players to Bro. keep? They're not going to be sellers. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you might move. Maybe Musgrove needs. Maybe you move Musgrove to make room to sign Soto. Like, I don't know where this money they have. Like, I the Padres have never been a team that like spends this kind of money. But yet, like, how do they have this All Star team? But yet they. I don't know. I mean, they got new owners. But I think, yeah, that just goes to show. And it's like, I mean, yeah, it could be we get the clarification at the deadline. Like, okay, they, these guys sold, they're out there. But I honestly think with how many teams are, like, shooting for it, going for it, like, I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed fan bases at the end of the season. Uh, quickly, yeah. you, I'm going to go ahead and run off my, this is what I your, want your to wish. happen. Exactly. In the AL East, Division champs, the New York Yankees. The wild card out of the AL East, the Baltimore Orioles. Fuck everybody one. else, man. I'm just not. I'm not okay. going like okay. one through six. I'm just like picking the six teams. Yeah. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians. No, no, no. Scratch them. The twin, the Tigers winning the oh, Central. Ooh. I would love to see me. I love late stage players like that have been around forever getting one last like playoff moment. And you know how much I would freaking love Miguel Cabrera getting a ninth inning AB to potentially win his team a playoff game. That would be absolutely one of. The, I love moments like that. Like older 
kind of like, oh, why? You know, some people yeah, are like, why are they still hanging around? Like, career, yeah. you you hurt you hurt your legacy. Blah 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 blah. I love when freaking like I love Albert Pujols hitting seven hundred last year, especially back in St. Louis. Sick as shit. I love that kind of stuff. So one last playoff moment for Miggy, uh, and then the AL West. I don't really care who wins the division, but the three teams I would love to see make the playoffs is the Rangers, the Angels, and Go Ends. I would love to get those three in the playoffs out of the AL West and just one last playoff moment for Miggy. Of course, got to be a homer and get the Yanks, but I would also love Baltimore to make the playoffs. Yeah. Casey, what's your, uh, what's your wishful playoff picture look like? Um, I only have one request, and that's the Mariners to win the goddamn World Series. <laughs> it's a pretty a big white, request. A white request. Just Nothing like major. Easy. Just, just like a, you know, you're borrowing an egg from your next door neighbor. <laughs> easy. Do you have a cup of flour I can borrow? <laughs> can the Mariners win the World Series? <laughs> Give me your. Who's your hopeful for their AL East? The Orioles, man. To Go win. Birdland. Yeah, I stand by what I said. Okay. Well, no, I'm just clarifying to make sure. Any wildcard teams from the East? Um. Yes, there are. There's one. Okay. It's the uh, the Rays. Okay. You might have upset someone, but who? What about the Central? That's fine. Um. What I want, I want the I want the Motor City Kitties to just her into the playoffs. Okay. Any uh nope. wildcard nope. teams? Okay. West. Nope. Um the Mariners. I have win. the Mariners. Yep. And then I have the Rangers. Rangers. And who else? Uh the Angels. Okay. So you switch the race. Which I I get rooting against the Yankees as a non Yankee fan, so I, that's fine. I understand that. I also live in a with a, in a Yankee family, and you know, as you guys know, this is my last pod um, until further notice. Until I get back from the old Pacific Northwest, uh, Pops and I are taking his side of the fam up to uh, see the Mariners play the Yankees, and I will probably be the only one wearing Mariner stuff in Seattle amongst my family, including my girlfriend, who will be wearing a Derek Jeter jersey and a yeah, no, Nat. Why is like she wearing Derek Jeter? Um, the captain. You should get her a Jets jersey, though. Um, well, I would, but her only reason. Or hey, behind... get her a Darth Vader. I can't. I can't. I can't turn her on to the Yankees. Because... the pod. No, because here's the thing: it's like they're... we'll be watching games, right? And she'll just be like, "He's hot." I'm like, "Oh, really?" And then I just yeah, get upset. <laughs> And Maybe so, like, don't get her a Vader jersey. Or Judge. Don't get her a Vader jersey. This is going off top a little bit, but it's a, it's a pretty funny story. We were in Anaheim last year, went to Disneyland, went to some Angels games, and we saw the game where Shohei hit a, his first career Grand Slam and had a back-to-back time, uh, you know, homer time with uh, Trouty. And she looked up Shohei Otani just because she was... She's not a baseball fan by any means. She grew up playing soccer. I don't think she gives two shits about baseball, right? She just does it because she loves me. She supports me, right? She looked up Shohei Otani just because I was, like, talking about how great he is and how he's probably the best player to ever play the game. So she was, like, curious, you know. Pulls up a picture. First thing she says is, oh, he's hot. 
<laughs> and every time she every time she brings up uh which she sounds says, like she's the real show honk of the pod yeah no she, no she is she is 100 a shohei otani honk like well the other day we were she was just we were just hanging out right i we were on instagram like our separate phones and she goes do you know shohei otani makes like millions of dollars with endorsements and i go what? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> she follows Shohei Otani on Instagram. She follows, uh, like, she just, her feed is somehow Shohei Otani, and she just eats it up. And I, so I really should get her a Shohei Otani jersey, which I'd be okay with getting her that. But yeah, that's respectable. Best player in the game. Yeah. Best player to Best pretty player. much probably ever play the game. And my girlfriend is a huge Shohei Otani honk. Bigger than Pete, believe it or not. She, she could probably, we'll get her on the pod here, and we'll have her talk about only Shohei. Yeah. Hard to believe. Oh, yeah, part of the, she, she's part of the show. Yeah. Me and my hat have to do a me and Nat exclusive pod and just, <laughs> just show it. Call, 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 call it the show bays. Alright, my wishful my wishful AL playoffs. Orioles win the division, Rays are wild card, Royals win the NL Central. Um, no wild card teams. Mariners win the West. Angels and Rangers are wild card. Respectable. I'm honestly a little disappointed that everyone's feel at you as the second best organization in baseball. Because I always root for the Cardinals out of that respect level. Uh, well, it, it's, I guess it's a no, little Pete, different. Here's the thing. Here's the thing for me. 27 to 11. I guess journey to 12 was a little different than saves for 28. Yeah. So. I was a little surprised by that, though. And there, I think a lot of people still think of the Rays as, like, the plucky underdogs, yeah. especially because they haven't actually won a World Series yet. Yeah. But they have been the best team in the AL East since 2007. Yeah. I don't think that's a hot take. Like, yes, the Red Sox have won more. I mean, also the Yankees have won more World Series because they've won one. And the Red Sox have won three well, since the Rays, the Rays have been I think, the World Series Tied at least for the no. Let's see, because I think they've been twice. Was it seven or eight? It was two thousand eight. The Phillies won. They went in eight, and they went. I think. I, mean, I think they've been three. Well, maybe they've been three no, times. No, it's only twice. It's twice because they only went in twenty twenty and then two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. So but the Red I, Sox have been in more World Series, but the Red Sox, and, been, the Rays have been more consistently in the playoffs. Yeah, than that's the, I any, legit think the Rays have been the best the team in the best division in baseball since 2007. Yeah, like yes, they don't have the World Series to show for it yet, but it's, I think that's it's the reason why frustrating as it, exactly. But I think that's it's frustrating as an AOLES fan because like the people still oh the Rays the cute little plucky underdog. And I guess technically they are because they spend like twenty million, and every other team in the division spends way more than that, even the Orioles. But they've been kicking ass for a long time. Okay, they don't need to. Yeah. They shouldn't get the respect and love of oh, look at this cute little organization. I'm rooting for them. They are not the Tigers. They are not like this. Beat down needs them. I mean, I again, I'm always rooting for the Yankees, so I wouldn't. But I wouldn't hate to see the Rays win the first their first World Series just because that's a cool story. Yeah, but they're not the plucky little underdog story anymore. They're freaking ass kicking beasts. Yeah, they don't spend anything to do it somehow, and they get rid of all their good players after like three years, four years. But then they just get better ones. Like yeah. it's disgusting. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing is for mine, pretty much all my team. I mean, the Royals won eight years ago, as we discussed. 
But honestly, in the AL Central, there's like no team that I really root for or care for. Like, I, even yeah, players, I don't give a shit about any of them. The White Sox and TBA, uh, friend of the pod, he's kind of like the only one. But I like TBA, don't necessarily like the White Sox. And then, so I just yeah. like the Royals. Orioles, when's the last time they were ever good? So I just want them to to make it. I also think that wasn't as long as back as you think. I think like 2018, 2017 or 18 is the last time they made the playoffs. So it's not as long as you think. But the Orioles. Well, I know. But like, I mean, a deep run. Like, I mean, yeah. to be like a solid team. And contention, yeah. Yeah. And then the Rays to win. I want them. Oh, well, I'm not saying I want them to win the World Series, but I would love to see that. The Mariners, I want them to make it have a deep run. Like, all these teams, I want to have a deep run. Mine is probably like the Orioles because I don't care for them, which obviously can't happen because they're all on the same side of the bracket. But friend Justin will not appreciate that comment. What comment? Uh, you don't want the Orioles to make a deep run. No, the Royals. That's oh, what you said. Royals. That's what I, Royals. You did say the Orioles. Uh, but I was like, the Orioles. Sorry, okay, that's what, I, I was like, I, that's what I thought. I was like, do you mean but, I was like, we have a, our, our friend, okay. our friend of the pod. Uh, he definitely would not have appreciated that no. comment. No, I, I do. Yourself. I sorry, yes, I do want to see the Orioles. Like all the teams, the Royals and the Rangers uh, are probably the two teams I care the least about out of my wishful thinking. Angels, for I think all obvious reasons that we've talked about. The Mariners, friend of the pod, just the team, especially Colton Wong. The Rays and Orioles, good. But cool. Uh, before we before you our final thoughts, I have one more pop quiz for you guys. I was saving this for a minute, and I cannot wait to share it with you guys because I think you, I this is my dark horse for today to to get you guys to not. It's, get Col- it's Colin Wong. It is definitely not Colin Wong. Damn it! <laughs> I would know that instantly. Uh, I know. Go, go the other way a little bit. It's Marcelo Zuno. Oh, damn it, J Rob. Because <laughs> Miami and then St. Louis and then the Braves. I know. Trust me, I know. Um, I just want to give our listeners a shout out. Thanks, you guys, for this is episode what twenty seven. Think trout our trout episode. We're on the chase for twenty eight, boys. Welcome to the chase for twenty eight. No, this is episode. Um, this is episode twenty eight. Oh. Oh, let's go. One oh. Chase for 28 has been completed. Is that a spoiler alert? Is Chase for 28 going to be completed? I don't know. I'm, we'll just probably, saying, we'll I'm just saying. We'll have 29. I'm just saying. We had, a, we had a couple things that were happening. What was, the, what was the one thing that I can't remember? One of us was saying something at the end of every podcast, and then it just like magically happened. Uh, one of you guys want to remind me? I, 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 I can remember all the way back. <laughs> I will yeah as you guys know I will not be here probably the next pod I will be in Seattle with uh, my family um, Gerald may have a co-host appearance watching the chase for 28 I, I will be watching the Mariners and Yankees yes um, you'll probably see some if you follow our socials you'll probably see some pictures of me uh, and Pierce. unfortunately my family um, wearing Yankees apparel and i will hey, be wearing mariner's apparel i have one request for you what can you please do everything possible to get either a tay oscar or a colin wong signature i can't guarantee that um get it on the get it on the city connect hat i i am i am possibly con- contemplating a tay oscar hernandez jersey well, hey 
I, if, I, if you get a ball or have a ball and have the opportunity to get a signature from Colton Long or Teoscar Hernandez, you have to. You cannot turn yeah. it down. I don't care if they're all yeah. walking there. You call those two out. Colton, Colton, can yeah. I get your signature? You know yeah. he's going to do it. If no, he's struggling. No asking for J-Rod. No asking for J-Rod. No asking for Bryce Miller. Those are the top two priorities. What about what about JP? Can I? I like. I'm a huge JP stand. He can be number three on the list. Because I'm two cons- priorities. In all reality, I am, I am heavily considering a JP or Teoscar jersey. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'll actually go through on either of the purchases because I don't know how much I want to spend 180 bucks at T-Mobile for. Let's just, get a, let's just get a Teoscar selfie. Let's just get a Teoscar yeah. selfie. Yeah, even a, Can you not imagine? a signature, but a selfie to throw on the pod. That people would love it. Yeah. I, I'm going to it go down be the, the right new... field, and I'm going to just sit there and scream Teoscar for nine innings. You might hear me if you watch the game. Um, <laughs> I'll be watching. Yeah, sir, I will he, watch. He... You tell me what, what game, and I will watch. I will be well, watching I'll, on the Yes I mean, Network. He'll probably turn around and flip me off because he probably listens to our podcast and he's gonna be like this freaking douchebag is the one that. That's gonna be tough if he's seen the if he's seen the clips. Yeah, seriously. I mean, if if Wilson Contreras has seen our stuff, I I can't imagine that Teoscar has not. Man, shout out Wilson Contreras, true friend of the pod. <laughs> true friend of the pod. The real. But I I will miss you all. I will miss recording this week with you boys and our lovely fans. But uh, Natalie and I will be in the Pacific Northwest as uh, she is cheering for the New York Yankees. I will be uh, cheering for America's team. And I'm hoping, I didn't even think about this till now, I hope to God she doesn't think Harrison Bader is hot because I, will, I, will, I don't know how long I can <laughs> You better hope she doesn't see Harrison Bader then, buddy. <laughs> don't be in the outfield. <laughs> and if you're, if you're sitting on the right field line and you got, she's just looking at Judge straight into Harrison Bader, that's going to be a rough who, night. She knows who Aaron Judge is. She knows, she knows who Judge is. But if is. she sees that man up, up close and personal, let me tell you, I was in the outfield last year at Angel Stadium. Yeah, you need to be looking, my boy. You need to be sitting he in left is, field to your back to the jumbotron, so she can't be looking when the players come yeah. up. Let me tell you, yeah, the Yankees—they just play. Baseball. The Yankees just play garbage in left field, so you got nothing to worry think, about over there. I think she Bowers, patronizes me IKF. because she just patronizes me because I literally will. I ask her about her thoughts on Julio Rodriguez, and she goes, "Eh." He's okay, I guess. I was like, okay, I guess. I show her Jared Kelnick. Eh, not really my type. And you're like, showing, you should have to show her the wrong people. Big Dumper. I think Big Dumper is the, the Mariners representative actually, on that list. No, one time we were watching a spring training game this past year, and literally Big Dumper was on third base, and she goes, holy cow, that guy has a huge butt. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's, that's Big Dumper. She gets it. She gets it. She gets, even even someone who doesn't even watch baseball knows who the big dumper is. Come on. We we all know. LOL. All right. Well, but, uh, on that note, do you guys have anything else? Uh, uh, yeah. I have. Oh, I my have, God. Uh, <laughs> what do you have? Uh, <laughs> he said like a 10-minute ISO. You were more ISO than Carmelo. Shout out Carmelo. But you just went more ISO than him. And you still uh, got more to go. I, I had to play the the Cub song. That's that's the tradition for J Rob. It makes him happy. Anything and else? Go Ems. Go Ems. Okay. Peter. I I got a couple shout outs. First of all, start off Carmelo. Different sport, but absolute legend in the game. But beautiful career. Shout out LeBron, the goat. Unfortunately, we saw the end of the year season, but still love you. Impressed. 
Shout out, Nat. <laughs> I love your style. Shout out, Big Dumper. Chase for 28. Beautiful. Big Dumper, we also love your style. But we appreciate you guys stopping in, giving us a listen, sticking around. We love the game of baseball. We love talking about this stuff. We'll go off on tangents, but it's because we have tons of things to talk about. We could go on four days, but we're going to keep it to about an hour, hour 25 for you here today. So, anyways, this is the Broken Bat Podcast. If you guys like what you hear, hit that follow button, find us on social media, and we will see you next time on the Broken Bat Podcast. <laughs>